This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Thank you, Bert. Welcome back, Chris. How's your day going? My day's going fine, actually. I had kind of a busy day, to be honest. Uh, I did three measures, which was exciting, and I did a wood floor inspection in each instance. You know, it's interesting. The people are, you know, they open the door, and then they step back and let you in, and it's kind of funny. Uh, And, you know, they start off, I'm not going to shake your hand, and I'm like, yeah, no problem. We're all good. We're all exercising the same thing. Um, But did three measures and a wood floor inspection. So, you know, I continue to move my puzzle pieces around the board as best I can. Um, with regard to my SBA loan, as I said, um, last week, I put everything in my bank said, you know, they acknowledged finally that, um, all the documents are received. And I said, what are next steps? Uh, what do you need from me? And his response was, uh, we've sent all your stuff to the, our, the bank's credit group and we'll be back with you. So that was Friday. At least I got the acknowledgement that they have the documents. And right. then come Monday, nothing as of 10 in the morning, check my email again at noon, still nothing. By two, I was like, okay, I got to at least make sure that even my bank is on top of this. So I sent an email asking, you know, do you need anything from me? Where are we at this point? And he said, no, nope, don't need anything from you, Chris everything's in with the bank's credit group and we'll get back to you. So exact same response. Um, I think a lot of people got that response today. One of the things that happened over the weekend that I wanted to bring up just so everybody has a a clear understanding of the time frame that you may not have heard anything yet today. And as we're recording this, this is Monday evening Uh, over the weekend. There's another step step that's been added to the process for the SBA loans. So once the bank has internally approved the application, then they have to submit it to the SBA for approval before they can fund the loan. So what I'm hearing, what I understand from this is that that has nothing to do with the approval. The bank approves it, then they send it over to the SBA for review. It's an administrative step only. It doesn't confirm or deny the loan, the bank has already done that. So they're only getting applications that have been approved by the bank. It still has to go through a step with the SBA that says they've, re- they've reviewed it. The problem with that is, you know, I don't know if you've seen the, the ads out there and they're looking for lots and lots of people to come work for the SBA right now. So it's hard to say how long that process will actually take or that approval of an approved loan uh, to come back the other way will take. So that may be one of the reasons you haven't heard anything back yet. Right. That makes sense, you know, and and of course, this has never been done before. So I think everyone needs to stay calm, even though it is nerve wracking, because the number one fear I had was everybody who was mentioning, hey, you know, get your numbers in first because they're going to run out of money. And so that fear is paramount in my head. And I think I'm calming down when I hear stories like this that there's going to be a process here and I don't think it's going to be anyone's mission to try to run out of money or to leave anyone hanging in a lurch. I think if the government finds out that it wasn't enough money, I feel confident that they would go back to the well. I don't think they'd have a choice because how do you say, Oh, well, you didn't get there in time. So the well's empty. I, I just don't, I just don't see that being realistic, but 
we shall see. Time has to play out, and everyone out there has to, you know, do what's required of you, yep. and then be patient. That's that. That's where I'm at right now. Well, there was a couple other things, if you don't mind, I wanted to just bring everybody up to speed on doing some some additional reading today on yeah. specifically on loan forgiveness. So we've we've in the last few podcasts we've gone through how to apply, what documents do you need to apply, all of that stuff is now in the marketplace. So people I think should have their their hands on that. Um, we have a piece that goes live later today that it, that walks it through for a specific small business NWFA member. So hopefully we'll see that uh, you guys will see that short in the in the in the first part of the week. So that's in process. It'll kind of it gives you a really bulleted list of what needs to happen, which we've covered here on the podcast already. But one of the things we haven't talked about and and some information that I saw coming out today talks about loan forgiveness and and rehiring. So I want to, if you'll, if I may, just spend a couple of seconds there, Chris. Yeah, go right ahead. I'm I'm all ears. Okay. So one of the things that came across today was that loan forgiveness will be provided for the sum of documented payroll costs, covered mortgage interest rates, covered rent payments, and covered utilities. But due to a likely high subscription, it is anticipated that not more than 25% of the forgiven amount may be for non-payroll costs. So again, reinforcing that this this all really comes down to payroll. They're much more interested in, in the payroll side of this, keeping people employed in that regard as far as what the loans are, are really designed to do. A couple of other things. One of the questions I saw answered was how much my loan will be forgiven. And that goes back to the 25%. Again, you may you may owe money when your loan is due if you use the loan amount for anything other than payroll costs, mortgage interest, rent, and utilities, payments over the eight weeks after getting the loan. Due to likely high subscription, it's anticipated that not more than 25% of the forgiven amount may be for non-payroll costs. Again, re reinforcing what um, we just said there in that earlier statement. So you also owe money if you do not maintain your staff and payroll. So it's important that you, if you're going to apply for the loan, if you want forgiveness of the loan, you need to keep people employed. Um, you can still get the loan if you let people go. You just will owe money back. The forgiveness, the forgiveness will most likely not be there. So I'm going to go through a couple of criteria there on um, how you could end up owing money if you don't maintain your staff and payroll. So on the number of staff, your loan forgiveness will be reduced if you decrease your full-time employee headcount, your level of payroll. So your loan forgiveness will also be reduced if you decrease salaries and wages by more than 25% for any employee that makes less than 100,000 annualized in 2019. And from a rehiring perspective, you have until June 30th of this year to restore your full-time employment and salary levels for any changes made between February 5th and April 26th. So technically, if you applied for the loan today and you let somebody go on April 15th, you're okay. If you do it after the 26th, then you're going to have to compensate for that in the loan in order to get the forgiveness. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Makes perfect sense. So also that forgiveness comes from your lender. You know, it's, it's an SBA loan, but the, all those loans are coming through the banks that have agreed to work with SBA. So your request to the lender that's servicing the loan will have to include documentation that verifies the number of full-time employees, the pay rates, as well as the payments on the eligible mortgage lease and utility obligations that you got the loan on in the first place. And you have to certify that the documents are true and that you use the forgiveness amount to keep employees and make eligible mortgage interest rent and utility payments. And then the lender will is forced to decide on the forgiveness amount in, in 60 days. So that part of it should process out pretty quickly on the, on the forgiveness piece. I mean, it seems logical. Everything's right in front of us. Everything you're telling me is what I've been told. So I think we're up to speed and 
now it's that waiting game and that's what we have to do. Sometimes it's not clear what you should be doing in the waiting period. If you're thinking about, you know, keeping employees or not keeping employees, what does that look like? How does the loan impact that if you've applied for it? When will you know about the loan so you can make decisions? And again, I think we're living in a day-to-day, make the best decision you can today, and you may have to reassess that again tomorrow. So Well, that that's um, every Tuesday morning, Cheryl and I meet about payroll. We'll do it tomorrow, and we'll make the decisions as of now. We're still... As promised, I'm I'm holding payroll and I'm I'm paying everyone. Uh, it'll be the second week in a row on a skeleton crew because we wanted the guys to go through 14 days uh, of you know shutdown, if you will, and those that wanted it. And then when that's over, we're making a list of the guys that are willing to come in. We've got we have work. There's no question about it. I could put three crews out there going, but I need my crews to be comfortable. So we're going to make a decision. Each week that goes by, if I get my SBA decision, it's going to be a lot easier to make those choices. Right. So, and and I'm sure many of you are in that same position, and I'm wishing you luck with it. Very much so. And that's really those were the updates I had for this afternoon. Did you have anything else, Chris, that you wanted to talk about? No, other than we're on the, the second day now for my salesman, Chris, and myself driving around and writing down addresses. We're going to, you know, we're looking for houses that have the green board up and don't have uh, windows in yet because I know hardwoods down the road on that. And I want to be part of that decision-making when it comes, we've never really gone out there and tried to harvest work. CNRs always stayed really busy, but I think this is going to be a time that if you want to stay in front of this, these are the things you're going to have to be doing. So, you know, stay positive, stay, stay positive, stay optimistic and uh, yeah. work, work towards growing sales. Cause that's what we're going to need our sales. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing I guess just to end on is that you know, the, the government is telling us this may be the worst week yet. So if you are out and about, be careful, take your masks, do what you need to do to keep yourself safe and and uh, and be around. Right I like it, guys. Stay safe out there and good luck. Well, Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today. And thank you to the listeners out there for joining us. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.